Welcome to FedScoop series on IT modernization in government and this special edition surrounding the IBM Think of 2021 digital event experience. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about how digital first open and secure hybrid cloud platforms are helping the public sector evolve to be more agile, adaptive, and innovative. Our guest today is Dan Chenock, Executive Director at the IBM Center for the Business of Government. Dan is well-known in federal government circles, having served in several leadership positions at the U.S. Office of Management and Budget during the Clinton and George W. Bush administrations, and he also served on the Obama administration transition team and led the government technology group there. He has served in the private sector as well before being appointed for the IBM Center in 2012. Dan, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Wyatt. Let me start by saying federal, state, and local governments are obviously still navigating from the consequences of COVID-19. And at the same time, they continue to face unpredictable budgets and increasing demands from citizens. Yet in spite of these challenges, public sector agencies have also shown remarkable perseverance and have actually accelerated technological innovation to continue delivering mission-critical services to the American public. So my first question for you, Dan, is how would you describe you know, how the rate of transformation in the public sector accelerated in the past year? And and what do you think really drove that? Thanks for the question, Wyatt. And I think what we saw in the last year was the introduction of changes that were predicted to occur over the next five to 10 years in terms of networks enabling distance work, uh, teams coming together across uh, multiple locations at the same time, visual meetings that didn't necessarily need to be in person, and the associated bandwidth and uh, network capacity and cybersecurity steps that needed to be taken to enable that acceleration to occur very quickly. So in real time, uh, we saw teams come together, both in the government and the private sector, certainly at IBM, sort of very quickly, without missing a beat, pick up the workload that, that continued to involve addressing the mission and serving the citizens. I think the factors that you described, demand from citizens for continued services, was seen both at the federal level and also at the state and local level, probably even more so as the stimulus funds from the American Recovery and Rescue Act last year went into place and enabled local citizens to access funding those needed. It also created the need to change workplace paradigms. And this acceleration has led to this concept of distant work as a new normal that we're seeing. And and even as we see reopening occurring in the summer and more so likely in the fall, hopefully, we'll continue to see sort of a hybrid model and the training, team dynamics, all the rest. We, We wrote a report about this out of the IBM Center around sort of the new world of distance work, what's happening at different levels of government, which accounts for a number of examples of leading governments that were doing terrific work in this area. Well, how have open hybrid architectures become more effective for public sector missions? So the open architectures really go hand in hand with the need to cut across multiple different what had been sort of stovepipes and silos of technology to deliver services and deliver capacity for agencies to perform across their networks. And you're seeing this in multiple spaces. We had a a paper from our center that that resulted from a a roundtable of some leading government technology thinkers and, and observers that really looked at sort of the intersection between open hybrid cloud technology, so so you can have multiple clouds accessible to your office 
open source software and the ability of developers to use open source to develop applications that can move across different networks. And then open data, the ability to access different databases and think about how to create the benefits of openness of, of getting to those data quickly through open source applications that ride on these kind of hybrid cloud infrastructures. And often you've seen from an architectural perspective, sort of each of those domains handled separately. You know, you have your hybrid cloud policy, open source policy, and open data policy, and literally the federal government has all three. What we looked at in the report was really, what's the intersection? How do we think in the delivery of a service, all three come to play? You have a, an application that rides on a hybrid cloud infrastructure and then accesses and, and collects and transmits data. And so thinking about how to architect that in an open fashion across the domains is something that has become even more important this year. Let me shift gears a little. Given the recent spotlight on cybersecurity breaches and ransomware, what can public sector organizations do practically today to move quickly to better protect their most valuable assets? Right. So certainly we're seeing a lot of focus in the government now around how, how best to address cybersecurity breaches that address, affect both the federal assets as well as national assets in critical infrastructure industries. And the term defense in depth has been used in the cybersecurity industry for decades now, and it has never been more true uh, than today. Uh, you need to have strong uh, network security. You need to have strong application level security, strong data security, privacy protections around the data to protect personal identifiable information, and also a sort of a cultural shift. And, and this may be as if not more important than the technological solutions, because a lot of the, the breaches that we're seeing to federal systems are, result from vulnerabilities that unintended users just kind of left open because they weren't aware of, of their responsibility. As well, uh, there aren't enough kind of highly trained cybersecurity professionals to help develop the training modules and the cybersecurity uh, capacity, and also to help train their non-cyber professional peers in best practice and make it easy for the, the non-technology community which is the vast majority of users, to practice good cybersecurity hygiene. And one of the things that we've done at IBM and that I'm part of in the advisory group on is create a new center for government cybersecurity, which is really looking at what, what are the ways that, that we can help the government address all of these different cybersecurity issues around uh, networks, applications, data. Uh, how can we tap into best practice across the private sector from academia, um, uh, integrate, help integrate across industry. Um, so we're looking to uh, take uh, examples of where uh, companies and universities, for example, or uh, uh, other governments have, have engaged in good practice and help the federal government learn from that experience and, and move forward. Well, that sounds like a welcome development. I uh, look forward to that. Um, finally, um, Dan, um, uh, as we kind of look ahead, what has the coronavirus pandemic taught governments in your estimation about what they can do now to prepare for the next major kind of crisis? Yeah, we're actually looking at this from a number of directions out of the center in terms of forthcoming reports that we'll be issuing later this year and into 2022. The center has often looked at large events like the recovery in 2008 or the H1N1 virus, the Ebola virus or, or other examples where we've done sort of after action studies by leading thinkers, leading experts. And we're expanding that this year to take a look at lessons learned in the management arena. How can government budget for develop 
develop policy, deliver information more effectively, especially in a federalism-based government at the federal, state, and local level. And we've got Don Kettle, recently retired from the University of Texas, leading that work along with center fellows, prominent state and local government experts, Rich Green and Catherine Barrett. We're also looking at one of the things we've learned in the pandemic is that agility matters and, and responding quickly to the needs of citizens in, in the healthcare arena, in the social services arena, around policing, as we've seen from the events of the last year, that government needs to be able to respond quickly and, and in an agile fashion in responding and protecting citizens appropriately and, and developing trust that the government's going to be acting on the citizens' behalf. And Ed DeSev, who is also working with our center as a visiting fellow, is doing some research on that as part of our work with the Agile Government Center at the National Academy of Public Administration. And then finally, one of the things we've learned is that supply chain really matters in delivery of material to people that are in crisis, in the development of technology, where you have security uh, as a paramount consideration, especially technology that's developed across borders. So understanding sort of how to develop effective supply chains and how to protect them effectively um, in terms of resiliency and even a concept that we've termed supply chain immunity. Uh, actually, that was termed by the author of the report that's going to be addressing this, Rob Hanfield, who is a globally prominent supply chain expert in, in the academic field at North Carolina State. So we've got a number of reports coming up on this, and uh, we welcome comment and, and collaboration with the community as we go forward. Well, it sounds like a lot of good insights in the pipeline. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today, though. Dan Chenak, thank you, as always, for joining us to talk about the ways that digital first, open and secure hybrid cloud platforms and, and just management practices in general are helping governments serve the public in more innovative ways. Thank you, Wyatt. And thanks to IBM for underwriting today's episode. And be sure to check out the recent IBM Think of 2021 digital event experience available on demand. Just search for IBM Think of 2021 for all the great sessions that occurred there. Look for more of our series on IT modernization in government on fezgroup.com and our Fezgroup radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>